0: Listen in as we irritate some, inform others, and challenge all leaders to discover a better path to the leadership excellence we all want.
1: So I'm Dr. Sam Jennings with 360 Clarity, and we're here with the No More Leadership BS team. So we're going to discuss today one specific aspect of soft skills, and I think the five of us tend to get a little bit or hackles up as it were. Soft skills are hard, so they're not soft skills, they're people skills or foundational skills or professional skills. Because if you're a leader and can't do the quote unquote soft skills, your success may occur, but there's going to be a wake of pain and discomfort you go around stomping your way through the day. So what wanna discuss specifically is collaboration. Collaborations can be powerful, engaging, and get to a great outcome. And also, as a colleague once said, if you have a great idea, run with it. If you want to make sure an idea dies, send it to a committee. So sometimes collaborations can fall apart under their own weight. So I want to turn the attention to the my four colleagues here and ask you for insights about collaborations you've experienced in your past that have worked. Let's start off positive. What are some things that have worked for you with collaborations? I'll take first come, first serve and or call someone. I will say
2: a lot of collaborations. So I come from the world of lower education, that'd be the public school from K through 12. <laughs> And uh, it's a little different than higher education or primary. Either way is or primary. Yeah, right. Primary. There's another word for it. But that collaboration piece is his. Was when I was starting in education, it was absolutely was just starting to come in that its heyday, where it was like, hey, this is something we're gonna do because we realized that we could collaborate and we could actually start to share ideas in a designated time and say, wait a minute, let's make this better for our students. Let's make this better for students, which at the time that was our client. And how do we do things so that they can have a greater understanding? They're able to think and process better. And so those collaborations went really well. That became a skill set that I was able to use in other industries, where how do we do this better? And having that open conversation and being open to new ideas and outcomes that I wouldn't have necessarily thought because There's so many different ways to do so many different things, and you have to be able to have the conversation, the collaboration to to discover them. Not all of them are going to work, but you have the opportunity to express them and you feel like you're a part of the process, which is, I really truly think, what collaboration is about, getting the ideas out there and including people in the process of making something better. Absolutely.
1: All right, what say you, friend? The biggest collaboration
0: I was ever part of was I was involved with the city's 10-year plan to end homelessness, and one of the big bullet points that they wanted to address was to make services easier f- for people that were in deep poverty or homeless. So I, I'll take credit. I, it was one of those things that I had in my head for a long time of, hmm, how can we bring a bunch of services together under one roof to provide multiple services in the shortest amount of time to relieve stress and tension? Because when you're in deep poverty or homeless, there's a stress level there. So over the course of a handful of months, lobbying city council, mayors, city employees, work, talking with other nonprofits, Department of Labor, Veterans Administration, Health and Welfare, plus other nonprofits, we were able to open up what we affectionately called the Help Center, which is a one-stop. Someone who is in distress could come in and Talk to the Department of Labor, the Veterans Administration, they could possibly get housing, they can get a bag of food, they can get diapers, they can get a meal, they can get housing, all within an hour and a half. Super proud of that. IHFA, Idaho Housing Finance Association for the State of Idaho, thought that was the model that we should be using and I was (laughs) fortunate enough to be flown to Seattle and Portland and uh, talked in Boise to other organizations about, this is the new model that we should be doing. And there are more and more of those opening up now. So I'm very proud of that collaboration.
1: That's awesome. It was far-reaching, both the the people involved in setting it up as well as the people affected by the program. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Myra, please, regale us with a story of collaboration.
3: I love collaboration. I prefer it over solo work any day is because there's, Everybody has a different insight and can see things differently and can add things to the pot and come out. The end is much bigger than the beginning when one plus one can equal five easily when you're in collaboration. But I also think that this can be one of those hard things, hard choices that we talk about because Sometimes and I'm not saying always but sometimes collaboration can lack you lead to lack of leadership because you give the uh, the choices up to the group and whenever there is a lack of leadership there's a vacuum somebody's going to fill that as leaders you you have you need to learn to collaborate and then step up and take responsibility Consensus is good unless it's purely consensus. And then nobody's responsible. Nobody's accountable of collaboration, but somebody has to take the helm and make it happen. And what Jeff was just talking about, he took the helm. He took people's advice. He talked and he put everything into a pot and took out the best stuff, but then he ran with it. He was the leader. Of, so we can fall into, I like to collaborate because I don't want to take responsibility for the outcome. Or I like to collaborate because I ne- I need all input to be able to make this a good, solid program.
0: If you're a fan of the old Star Trek Next Generation, Picard was big on that. He had all his senior officers around having an open and honest conversation and he's absorbing it all. But he's the one that made the decision. That That's leadership.
3: Mm-hmm. Yes. Otherwise, and that's what I'm... Yeah, It's it, The hard thing, it, it's choose your heart. It, yeah. Again, is yeah. what are you using collaboration for? And what's really interesting is this is part of your driving forces profile. You're either cl- collaborative or you are commanding, which I don't like those words, but it's what you prefer to do. And people that go all the way over on collaboration generally will have ha- having trouble taking the lead. They make good team members. The people that go all the way over on commanding generally have trouble in, in integrating their team. It doesn't make them bad or good. It just challenges that they need to overcome, need to be aware of and overcome. Correct.
1: Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Jeff Geyer, what's the collaborative story from you, my friend? A pretty good one
4: of both very successful collaboration and then a crash and burn towards the end. And The definition, or at least the Webster's definition of collaboration is, or to collaborate, is to work jointly with others, especially in an intellectual endeavor. And so intellectually, my story about collaboration is three separate medical groups owned by three separate groups of physicians Mm -hmm. decided, went on this collaborative adventure to create a single group out of these three separate groups. And it, it took months and months of talking and meetings and working through collaborating on this intellectual endeavor of how do we put these groups together and why are we doing it? And what would it look like? And all those things. And long story short, that collaboration was very successful and a much larger single group owned still owned by physicians and controlled by physicians was created. The challenge came because once it changed from the intellectual endeavor of actually creating this new group to actually running the group to actually opening the doors and functioning is a different thing. It shifted from the intellectual to the actual and became much more difficult. And that's, I'll, I will tell the rest of that story at some point, but the collaboration initially that put. This group together, which initially ended up was pretty good sized, was 75 or 80 maybe physicians and a couple hundred or more employees in three different towns and all that stuff. The collaboration that it took to put that together was very successful. The collaboration to keep it together once it was built is a different story that I'll tell you later about.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, the idea of going from the abstract to reality, that's where a lot of the wheels come off the wagon. Once you put action in place, it's a whole different beast than the idea of being there. Um, yep, so absolutely. my brief collaboration story, we had an initiative from the state. I was working for one of the state institutions, uh, universities. And I was a cog in the wheel. I wasn't leading this show, but it was meant to help college students learn about valuing, not values, like not what to believe, but how to think about what you believe. And so this group was brought together with faculty, tenured faculty, adjunct, staff, students and started from scratch. And also with some of our IT friends. So we brought all these people together and spent a long time building this whole program to eventually launch for students. And it became such a success that it won an award for educational delivery based on what we had, how we had it, and how we deployed it. And every day was a good conversation because we did have the thumb wrestling. It was, we're going to debate some things, we're going to disagree. And when we're done, we're going to have an answer. Not multiple strands of what we're doing, but this is our singular path. And that collaboration was powerful and fun. It made a big difference for the people involved and the students at served. So it was a good time for me. Now, friends, let's uh, turn out the light and bring in the darkness. When did collaboration fail? And you can have your story that is silly, that's ridiculous, that is just a bunch of nonsense. And we don't have to go in the same order, but as a collaborative break, <laughs> we'd be happy to hear your story. I, well, I, I mean, go ahead.
0: Go ahead. Jeff? No, I was just going to say in the nonprofit world, you're always trying to do something new and you're always trying to collaborate with people and they don't always work. We did a veterans run with the local veterans administration and that that kind of petered out. And we tried to start a deli program delivering sandwiches, working with a local restaurant and that kind of petered out. And so it, it's not everything's a home run. I'm It's just how much passion there is behind it. And it's not all, not all I, all ideas are good ideas. Did we walk away with gold nuggets on what did we learn? Oh, heck yeah. And that this led to the next project. Cause I was always looking for something different and something new.
1: Some folks, like you said, maybe there's lack of passion. Maybe it just wasn't a good idea. Is there something you can point to that was the moment for you? You're like, yep, this is not going to proceed
0: when it became for the, for the deli, when it became labor intensive just to find people to do it. To, uh, partici- to participate in it, or the veterans run is w- when the Veterans Administration didn't want to do it anymore. So it, when half your collaboration doesn't want to participate, <laughs> it's no longer right. a collaboration.
1: Nicely done, sir. Thank you very much. GF, uh, your mic is open. So you have a tale oh tell?
2: Okay. So I, thought I worked with an organization. It was a rather large organization and they ran into some issues. They restructured some of their staff and some of the staff that was part of the issues And then rehired the staff to come in and collaborate about the process to fix the problems that they had created.
1: Wow.
2: And it was such an interesting process to watch. I came in at the very tail end of it and I thought, wait a minute. And everybody who were the people that were not involved in this collaboration that were being told, hey, this is how we're going to solve the problems. They, every single person went, wait a minute. Those are the people that made the problems in the first place. Why couldn't they have done that when they were here, but now they're consultants and we're paying them three times the annual salary? This is ridiculous. Uh-huh. And so that is a very interesting concept of when collaboration doesn't work, when you're collaborating with the wrong people, the people that are... You got to have the right people in the room to have a good collaboration or else it's right. going to be ineffective in, in the results that you want to get out of it. So I just thought that was a real interesting example. And it was like that... and still that organization is still having some pretty massive issues with turnover and leadership and trying to get things sorted out. And it's just, it's a hard one to watch because I really right. like them, but they keep making the same mistake again and again. They can't quite figure out how to get out of the loop.
1: My gosh. It's a nice organization you got here. It'd be a shame something should happen to it. <laughs> right.
4: <laughs> exactly.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, Dr. Sam,
4: stories of Failures of collaboration. There's a difference or a line there. I think that the collaboration can be fine. And whatever you decided to do, it isn't, doesn't work. That doesn't mean the collaboration failed. It means whatever you decided to do, you were still collaborating. You just come up with the wrong decision or whatever. There were times I think I'm thinking back in my banking days now that, that I tried to collaborate with. Competitive bank, competitor banks, especially around the idea of recruiting. We, I'm a believer that you don't necessarily hunt in your own backyard. And so, when we needed employee, the first place to go is not your competitor down the street, because m- moving good employees from one business, one company to another in the same environment isn't helping the environment. You're just moving yep. people around. Yep. So we should all work together. We should collaborate. To instead of trading people back and forth, we should all work together to go find new good people that kind of raise the tide for all the ships. And I just never could get that kind of collaboration going. So the, I think I failed. The failure story there is that I couldn't or wasn't able to collaborate when I thought we'd be better off if we could.
1: Sure. So the circumstances were such that the collaboration was a good idea. But the reality was worse than abstract. It wasn't going to come together. Is that right?
4: Yes, exactly. And that happened some in the in the healthcare arena too. With, and you can see it. Good employees from one company move the competitive company down the street or across town, hires them away, pays them more, or whatever. And you're just moving the good people around in the same industry. And that doesn't help the industry grow. And... Whether we're there's two companies in industry or a hundred, you want the entire industry to grow for all the companies to do better. And one of the ways to not do that is move all the good people from one company to the other. So let's collaborate and figure out how we can rise the tide for all the ships. And I just never was successful at getting that collaboration going.
1: Yep, absolutely. Myra, what kind of tale do you have for us today?
3: For those of you that understand the way that real estate works, It is, as an agent, you collaborate with your broker. You are bringing them your business in exchange for them helping with training and helping you develop skills and your business and give you help, support, all of that stuff. And I was with the same agency for, I don't know, for probably... 16, 17 years, and I decided in the middle of it, or not in the middle of it, at about year 16, I decided that I was going to collaborate with a different broker. And I just want to say, be careful who you get in bed with. When you're collaborating, make sure you are both, the expectations are equal on both sides. You're both committed to the same outcome, and it's got to be a win-win. In this case, I was helping him open a new office by bringing my team there and establishing it. And he was going to help me grow my team and grow my business. And it was a win-win all the way around. And then what ended up happening is, unbeknownst to me, he got into some some trouble that put him in the position of closing down all of his offices but one but he forgot to tell us, at least not until the last minute. And so he showed up for our quarterly meeting in our office that morning and proceeded to tell everybody he was closing down. And he started taking down the signs. Oh, and just, yeah, after, and I had just invested in a huge billboard, which you're in a contract, um, you can't get out of it. That sat right. right in front of this, of our building. And he says, I'm sorry, there's nothing I can do about it. This is just the way things are. In retrospect, I had to scramble, find a new office. There's a whole long story that goes with that. And looking back, I have 2020 hindsight. That's part of my master's thesis, I guess, is I assumed that our collaboration had the same outcome. And do I repeat, everybody get in trouble? Yeah, they do. Do you work together with the people that you are collaborating with to Try to at least lessen the impact of poor decisions. In my opinion, you do. So long story short is I learned the lesson. Be careful of who you get in bed with. And when you do, make sure that you have the same, the same end in mind, the same goals in mind. Don't assume they're on your side because they may not be. They may not be.
1: Right. Yep. Very good. I've got a tail. It's a collaboration, but it's just a mess. So higher ed, I'm responsible for educating undergraduate students on alcohol use. So just sit with that for a hot second. Think about what you think about college and understand what we're going up against. And then put that in a category of a geographic place that thought there was really no problem with people drinking, just however much, whatever much, and no problem. It was close to Wisconsin, the line of cheese and beer. wasn't Wisconsin, wasn't that rough neighborhood. So we had people together, good ideas, but no no budget. And then it came time to really make change, no support. So we could do little bitty stuff, little passive kinds of things, but we're not going to move the needle being super passive. Uh, so that I established a process to gain money through our system. And still, that wasn't the answer because there wasn't really the heart in it. The collaborators, collaborators were good people. It wanted to do good things, but they didn't have the power to pull the strings. And the people who did, didn't really want to touch it too much. So as much as we may want to collaborate and may wish to get to a good place to help keep students safe from themselves and others, the energy is not there. It's not going to happen. So these stories, why in the world am I having you listen to these stories of successes and failures? And the reason is there's some themes there that I hope that as you are. Driving or working out or wherever you are listening to this that you picked up on, when things, when collaborations fail, we heard of lack of passion. Maybe the idea sounded good, but really wasn't that great after all. Getting people to the table, the collaborators themselves either change their humans or change their expectations of the project and no resources. There may be some energy, but nothing to put behind it. So the takeaway that I hope to leave you with is when you move to collaboration. The things we've heard that are successful, first and foremost, you have to have a purpose. If there's not a common purpose, it's just a bunch of people getting together, chatting it up, and that purpose needs to go toward a common goal that everybody's agreed upon and can get behind. One of the benefits we've seen is collegiality. You can meet new people, have new supports, and those networks can help you beyond the project, off into the future for the next collaboration or next opportunity. As Myra said, it's a collaboration, yes, and the group still needs a leader. Not designate somebody as the designated handringer is a problem. As it will fall apart if not. If one person's not taking the lead, bring your appropriate people to the table, just the appropriate folks, not more, not people who you want to make feel warm and toasty. The right folks in the conversation that can get things moving. And lastly, back to the opposite of what how it fails, bring the resources. Resources are the right people, the right amount of time, and of course, the almighty dollar. You have money behind it. And of course, there's supplies and so forth, but money will take care of those things. If you're going to have a collaboration, do it properly, do it right. And why this is a soft skill? Because you need to have the skills, abilities, and willingness to ask for these things and negotiate for them and describe why this is a good investment, how it will help your people, your customers, your clients, whomever, and articulate that and what you expect the outcome to be. This is how you get to the to earn the opportunity to work with other people to make a great thing in the end. So I'm hoping you can take this back, make your plan for collaboration, storm, norm, and adjourn. Get that thing done. I want to take a comment from the group and any parting shots or thoughts that you guys would
3: like to to throw in. I'll put out another PSA. This could be a really good time for a coach to help you sort through the reasons for collaboration. Do you have the resources and set it up um, for success? rather than figuring out if it's going to fail.
1: And so I'm going to, I'm going to push on you myra just cuz I want you to articulate clearly for our listeners, why a coach, why not a consultant in this case? A
3: consultant is going to tell you what to do. My understanding of consultant is right, they come in right out a plan and say here, this is what you need to do. And a coach is going to help you figure out to build the to figure out what the skills I was listening to somebody the other day and they said there's two parts to figure out any problem in business, the problem and the resources. And sometimes you've got mental blocks, you've got thought processes that aren't working. Coaches are really good. At least the ones I know here, the ones that I collaborate with are uh, really good at helping you identify those and figure out where to go next.
2: Very good. Thank you for that. And
3: anything else from a Jeff?
2: I don't think I can add anything that makes it sound better. So I'm just going to shut up and let people think I'm smart.
1: <laughs>
2: Ooh,
4: that makes me want to be quiet too, but I just can't. I was going to say, Dr. Sam, I think the world was put together that we're, we're all created as relational beings. So the collaboration piece is something that, that should come natural to us. And as a leader, if you find yourself isolated or alone, or you think, golly, I, it feels like I'm here by myself. That's an indicator that you need to find some people to collaborate with so you can move forward in a more successful manner. Very good. So, yeah. Th- uh,
1: yeah.
4: I just think, I
3: had the thought with the consultant versus coach is a consultant builds a system, a coach builds the person.
1: Sure. Absolutely. Very good. And I was about to thank Jeff there because you had the opportunity to remain silent, but not the ability. And I appreciate that. We're all better for it. <laughs> Exactly. One Me more and my collab- good buddy, Ron White. <laughs> that's right. One more collaboration is in the books for us here at No More Leadership BS. And we know that our listeners appreciate it and we're glad to have you here. If you could share the love, hello friend, go to your favorite podcast place, give us a five-star rating, write a comment about how you liked the episode, what you thought, that you like ham sandwiches for lunch every third day. Whatever it is, just some comment. It helps us in the charts. Don't know why, but that's the deal. So we are here to serve. Email us if you like. Ask us at leadershipbs.co. And our social media contact is in the show notes. So again, thank you so much for taking your time to listen to us, share some wisdom, and we'll see you at the next episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.
4: Yes. Yep. Later,